Hello and welcome to the Adventure Travel Podcast with me, Chris. Today, just me, I am going to be talking to you about Penny Fan and how we failed to go up it. So Penny Fan is the is a small mountain. It is 886 metres, that's going off the top of my head. It's in South Wales, which is in the UK. And it's, you know, what I shouldn't have done is underestimated. I spoke about this in my Ben Nevis podcast as well, which is episode two. I did originally underestimate the UK. We have very small mountains compared to the rest of the world, but it is our weather that can really, really change things up. And we certainly were very lighthearted from it. Uh, we made a big mistake, and we actually ended up not getting to the top of Penny Fan, although we did get within sight. I had my friend Matt with me, and it was it was great. We did a lot of research before. There's two, well, there's many, many ways you can go at Penny Fan. There's the easy way, which is where you start at what I believe is the Story Arms, and you walk up from there. What we did was we went for the what they called, uh, they, they said there's four, there's the the short, the easy, the epic, and the tough. And me and Matt, we looked at each other and we thought, you know what, we're men. We'll do the tough one. Yeah, we'll do the tough one. And all I'd say is, I think the instructions are wrong right from the get-go. But even if they were wrong, we still made mistakes. So let's go through it. So the whole journey was fantastic in, in as far as we stayed positive and we laughed and we smiled and we had a great time. We were walking through the Brecon Beacons National Park, which is where it's located, and ended up with a lovely walk, battered by the wind at parts. We were absolutely fragged, but we made our first mistake, which is that we forgot to bring our food with us. Sounds ridiculous. And we couldn't believe we did it either, but we left the snacks at home. So we thought, screw it, it's fine, we'll go. Carried on. And then we got well on our way into the trip, and I realised I'd left my water back in the car, and, and Matt only had his camel pack, which you can't even see how much water is left. So throughout the rest of this day, all we had were, thankfully, some, some nuts and some raisins, some sort of army ration-style amounts, and the unknown amount of water left in his camel pack. So we did this whole hiking day on very limited supplies and we really felt it towards the end of the day. We were really, really fragged. But that was our first mistake. We, we didn't bring our supplies. You know, we were fine. We just kept pushing and we were starving when we got back to the car. But, but we were not going to make that mistake again. I'd also say research the route. I just touched upon the instructions being a little bit uh, not great, really. Uh, I haven't investigated fully. And I've used the National Trust website before and it's been fine. But on this occasion, the instructions, I believe, were, were kind of not great from step two, basically. So we knew that we had to walk around a horseshoe, a horseshoe ridge. It would take you up along, sort of uh, going anti-clockwise. You'd go up the horseshoe ridge. At the very top is Penny Fan, and you come back down the other side and go back to the car park. So we identified, and that's also around a reservoir. We identified a reservoir and a ridge around it. But it was a larger reservoir and a larger ridge. We went up, we were battered by the wind, we, we took a wrong... We, we sort of... We didn't know where we were, so we just decided to go up the hill, because we knew we had to go up there anyway. And we ended up doing a river crossing, <laughs> and uh, the way we committed to that extortionate jump was Matt just threw his bag on the other side. So we were then committed from that point to, to launch ourselves as best we could over the river. 
and we had to do it on the way back too, there's a funny story with that one, on the way back, Matt does the same thing, he, we're, we're knackered, we're fragged, he's just fallen asleep for five minutes by the, by the, by the stream, and he throws his bag over, and it lands on the other side, and you crash, and then it rolls, and then it rolls again, and then splash, it falls into the river, and we were initially panicked, but we noticed that it, it got caught in an area where there wasn't much flow, so it stayed floating. And that took us time navigating what we'd do, because what we had to do, if you can imagine it, it's a river quite wide, we had to step out onto a stone, which wasn't have much grip, and we had to jump from that stone to another stone, and then from that stone you could step onto the other side of, of the river. It looked like maybe with lower waters it would have been a normal crossing, but in this case we had to jump it. He launches his bag over, it stops, we're looking, but then I notice a big gush of water comes along and it starts taking his bag, and there's probably about a three metre waterfall to the left. And I go, Matt, bag! And he just launches himself over, and then from that point we're committed to doing it on the way back too, so thankfully we didn't lose anything, and I had the car keys in my bag, so all good. So research the route, don't do what we did, don't underestimate it. If you're doing something complicated like that, which isn't just straight up and down, research the route, do more than what we did. Eventually we got some 3G and I checked my phone and oh, we were way off. Um, we probably ended up doing about twice the ascent we should have done and twice the length we should have done that day. So that brings me to the next point as well, which is slightly related, pay attention. Um, get an OS map if you can, but otherwise pay attention to what you're doing and be honest. And if you've got a gut instinct about it, you listen to that too. Food and drink, remember that. It's so, so important. And I suppose one anecdote we've got, what well, I have anyway, I can best summarise it as always choose the best way, not the easiest way. So we descended up. The wind was hammering us at this point. If you go to my Instagram page, which is Weekend Backpacking, you can see videos on there. Uh, and at one point I turned the camera around and my, my woolly hat nearly gets blown off my head. <laughs> but uh, we're walking along this ridge, hammered by the wind. We get down and then that's when we find the 3G. So we get the phone out and we check the 3G. And we think, gee, like, it's back the way we came. And all we could think of was how strong that wind was. So I said, well, listen, why don't we go down go down this, uh, well, I guess a mountain, I, I keep wanting to, wanting to call it a hill, uh, when the altitude is less than 800 metres, but we walk down the hill, we'll stay on the snow line, but we'll walk on the inside of the curve, that way the wind won't be hitting us, and then we can just go back up the other side. Little did I know how much of a big mistake that would be, we should have just chosen the best way, which is sure, windy, but back up the ridge, uh, back up the ascent to the top there. We ended up going down, and there was undulating grass. He referred to it as baby heads. Baby heads being, they're about, what about, a foot to two foot wide, and they're lumps of grass, or your feet can, either you can either walk on them and they're wobbly, or your feet will slip down the side of them. So that was already taking a lot of energy out of us. And then we get to the side, and there's an even bigger ascent. <laughs> We've gone down, we have to go back up again, and it's steeper up these steps, snow-covered steps, to the top of, top of the ridge there. And we get to the top, and by this point, where well, we could have just done the best way, and we would have saved a lot of time, we got to the top, we sat on the can, and we thought, you know what, we still got 3G, let's check. Google Maps estimated 
two hours to walk to Penny Fan. There was two hours of sunlight left. We were going on the 14th of December, 2019. There was two hours of sunlight left. Well, until sunset anyway. And it was an hour and a half back to the car, which actually ended up taking us just over two hours. So it was, a, it was the right choice we made, which was to look around, be honest with ourselves and think, the mountain isn't going anywhere. We need to go back to the car. But I was curious. It was a gentle ascent all the way to where Penny Fan should have been. So I got up and I walked along. And sure enough, after hammering ourselves, getting tired, not eating for hours at this point, barely drunk any water, there was Penny Fan right in front of us, just <laughs> within reach, but just a bit too far. So take the best way, not the easiest way, because even with those mistakes we made, if we'd chosen the best way, we probably could have had time to get there and back. And that's the last thing, know your timings, I've just brushed over it. I talk about it in my Ben Nevis podcast, like I said, episode two. And I talk about having different clauses in place where if they're not met, turn around, go back. And it's so, so important to do that because these places aren't moving. Whether you're visiting Riga in, uh, in Latvia or if you're going up a mountain, these places aren't going anywhere. Know your timings. And we hadn't done Penny Fan before. I'm still yet to do Penny Fan, FYI. I will do it at some point this year once we're allowed out of the house. Because at the time of recording, we're in quarantine with uh, COVID-19. If I can go again, uh, you know, the mountain's not moving anywhere. Know your timings. Be honest with yourselves. I'm so glad we made the, deci made the decision to come back to the car and, and get hunkered down there rather than push it. And then we could have got lost in, in the forest so close to the car but not knowing where we are in the dark. So know your timings too and be honest with yourselves. And that was my penny fan fail. Um... A lot learned from it, really, uh, as far as how strong a wind can be and you're, you're okay with it, as far as all the different things to do. And I've got to say, my planning since then, we then did Snowden the next day. I've done Scarfell Pike the following month, Ben Nevis the following uh, uh, month after that. Uh, and before that, I'd done Choltunga and Pragstolen in Norway, too. Uh, and I'd already, already done the lakes before. Um, and I've got to say, that Penny fan, it was brilliant to fail so much on what is essentially a baby mountain because it could have been so much worse on a bigger mountain. So thank you for listening. That was my adventurous fail to go up one of the smallest mountains ever. If you have any questions or any feedback, let me know. If you want to come on the show, if you've got some sort of anecdote or story, then I welcome you to come on and have a chat about it, whether that's sea kayaking in Cornwall, co-steering in Croatia, whether you're hiking somewhere, whether you just backpack through a foreign country and you've got some interesting stories. If you've got anything like that, please feel free to get in touch and we'll get you on the show and we'll have a talk about it. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this, then please consider liking the, uh, the, the podcast, hitting the follow or subscribe button, whichever one is available to you. And I look forward to speaking in your ears another time. Thank you. Bye.